0: I am so happy to finally have an interview guest episode for today's episode. It's been a little while since I have done one, and today's guest is Amy Wilson. She is from Louisville, Kentucky. So like myself, she helps midlife women become healthier, lose inches, gain muscle, prevent disease, live better. She is a nutrition coach. She is a fitness pro, and she's a pharmacist. So I'm really looking forward to interviewing her and getting into this episode right away. So soon as she pops in here now. Hello, Amy. So I did do just a super quick introduction as I like to press record right away. But I would definitely like to learn a little bit about you, of course, in this whole episode. So first of all, thank you for your time. Thanks for for having me. (laughs) Um, You are busy, so you do it all. But what I think is going to be really great about this episode is that we are helping the same people. We are doing a very similar thing, right? (laughs) Not focusing on weight loss and what a lot of our diet culture has been for a long time and trying to help women break free from that because
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's the only way that we can truly sustain it, right? And and actually feel our best. Well, diet culture hasn't worked. I mean, it hasn't, right? Yeah. It's yeah. been too extreme, too one size fits all. And unfortunately for so many of us, what we you know the negative parts that did come for a while have kind of like ingrained things in us, right? Whether it's like associating curbs is bad, or cardio is the best for weight loss, yeah. like right? We get
1: it's it's hard to detach after we've kind of ingrained that for a while. Low fat, low fat. I mean, it, the the fads are you can put you know both hands and and all toes. I mean, just and the thing is we believe it that's that's what's bad we believe it and becomes ingrained it becomes our our mantras and it's so hard to break that belief system i agree and i
0: found a lot of it is related with your mindset and how you're actually thinking about yeah. this part right yeah. like if you're associating your exercise with a punishment as a negative thing as you have to work these calories or you go into it thinking, you know, it's going to suck. Well, it's going to suck if you're thinking that way, right? We right. have to change that way of even just thinking about the exercise. You know, it it should be a a feeling that you're striving for when we're going to exercise rather than a number on the scale.
1: Yeah. Um, well, and I always tell people the number on scale just measures your gravity. It means absolutely nothing. And the weight that you lost, especially if you lost quickly, there might be a little bit of fat, but the majority of it is going to be muscle. That's your metabolism. That's your fountain of youth. That's what's going to keep you healthy. That's what changes your body. That is what makes where you want to look is in muscle. It's not in body fat. And,
0: and, and how you actually want to feel because yeah, so many of us, like we fluctuated with our weight for so long and- you know, I tell my clients something similar. I say, it's data. Like, it's a piece of data for mm-hmm. us to use as a guideline, but it's not the goal. It's not the big picture. But where we fluctuate so much, I mean, I'm sure you can imagine a time where you were smaller, but you weren't healthier. You weren't
1: nope. feeling better, right? Yeah. I call it my divorce weight. <laughs> so- <laughs> You know, and I got really skinny. And what was funny, I'm like, oh, this is great. I had my body fat taken, and it wasn't where I thought it should be. And this is this is back in the days where we didn't really know with, about bodybuilding, body fat composition, and we thought we just lost weight, we'd lose body fat. Well, I didn't. And I was almost devastated. I'm like, wait a minute, I'm my skinniest ever. Well, of course I couldn't that didn't last. And that number that we all have, we all have that number, right? We all know We always, when I was in eighth grade, I had this number when I was in high school, when I was in college, we all, I don't have that number anymore because I could care less about that number, but we all have that number where we think that's where we're going to be happy. Hmm. And we have to realize that that number does not equal happiness. And that number may not even equal health. And so I always tell people, get rid of the scale. Like you said, it's data. And the worst thing part is like people will not go to the doctor because they don't want to go on the scale. And that is crazy that they don't want to go see their OBGYN or, or any of that because they're so afraid of being on the scale. And then they're so afraid of what their nurse is, or the doctor is going to yeah. say to them. Yeah. Yeah. That is. And it's, especially when it's
0: something like, controlling your life right and taking over that's when mm-hmm. it's it's something that's it kind of needs to be taking control of and it's kind it's frustrating that yeah. because I felt that way too and I've struggled and I've been smaller but starving myself Mm -hmm. not healthy, doing crazy amounts of cardio, you know, unrealistic workouts that were just clearly not sustainable. Right. And, and not making healthy decisions, not understanding the whole picture of it. And you are not only a nutrition coach, you are, you've been in the fitness industry for a while. You're a pharmacist for crying out loud. And I say this to my clients too. I'm like, I am nationally certified as a personal trainer. Like, And I've done so many courses, but that, all of that still does not explain how nutrition should be simplified. It still doesn't explain, you know, the real life scenarios of all of it, right? What really we need to kind of approach nutrition with and the whole healthy
1: aspect we we do make it more difficult than it should be we do and and i think that well the diet industry is a 3 billion dollar industry and what I, what people don't understand is that the diet industry sets you up for fail for fail because they want they you went, doing it right they want recurring clients so hey guess what you failed and they'll say it was your fault that you failed because you obviously didn't do it right and so here, buy it again, and it's just maddening that we fall for it and we believe it. But it's
0: quick and easy. easy, and yeah, unfortunately, like even in just the past couple years alone, it has gotten to more of a convenience. If it's not as easy and simple, and thirty-second video on a reel or TikTok or whatever, yeah. it's too much, right? And it's overwhelming, or. It, it needs to be simplified even more so than what, you know, previous years it was. But I think it's always been confusing and it's always been that one extreme to another. They want you to fail, so they're going to make you go as extreme as you can so you get the results, but it's not
1: sustainable. No. And I tell anybody, because I'll get clients, I'm sure you do too, but when I did this program, I lost weight so quickly and... I got down to the size, and I'm like, okay, so what happened that you couldn't stay there? And then I'll get all the, the, well, I, I couldn't eat that much or I I wanted a piece of cake or a cookie and they just sent me a downward spiral. I'm like, no, 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 no. It wasn't sustainable in the first place. Yeah. So you can't say that was success because it wasn't success. No, Success is being able to be healthy, to be at a size and and a feeling that you're good with and to be able to sustain that. It's also be able to have a chocolate chip cookie every once in a while or a glass of wine and live and go to a party and not feel like you are overwhelmed with all the choices and it's going to set you up on a bench and feel guilty and be like, okay, like me back in the day, I went out to dinner, I would come home, I would do Um, umpteen million burpees or get my step out and do step aerobics back in the day because I felt so guilty for the dinner I went to. And that is crazy that we do that to ourselves.
0: Because that's where that negative association is then built with our exercise. We dread it because we've made it become that punishment for ourselves in feeling that that crazy diet that we were doing, it was necessary to do that because we weren't perfect. So it wasn't
1: going to work. And then it set us up with a very unhealthy relationship with food. And food is something that we need. And food is something that will sustain us. And unfortunately, there's so much bad information out there that you might think that you're being healthy and doing all the things and can't figure out why you're not getting results, but it's really not healthy. And I know that's hard. And because you are like, but, 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 there are so many things out there that are quote unquote marked as healthy that are not. Manufacturers are amazing at how they can package things, how they can Represent make up names themselves for sugars, like makeup name for sugars. It's just, you know, makeup names for anything. It's like it's crazy what they can do. And I always tell my clients, it's like, you don't know what you didn't know. So please don't beat yourself up. Please don't think like, oh my gosh, and throw my hands up in the air and be like, I just can't do this. Be open to change, be open to learning, and be open to realize that what we did before didn't work on. I want to say on purpose. It didn't work for a reason. It really didn't work for a reason. And it was all because we weren't healing from the inside out. We weren't serving our bodies with the nutrition that we absolutely needed to let our bodies do what it needs to do best. And all those chemical reactions, all those hormones, when we feed it junk, it's not going to be able to do what it needs to do. It's not going to balance your blood sugar. It's not going to optimize your hormones. No wonder you feel sluggish. No wonder you feel tired. No, no wonder, you wonder you need don't, that don't cup of coffee. Out. Yeah. And you don't have the energy to work out. And and, and then you're like, oh, well, I just won't eat. Well, that's not the answer either. Because when you don't eat, then you're burning muscle. And, and that's all that that's good. Yeah. And that
0: goes back to what we first touched on, on that it's associated to our belief on yeah. that less food is going to equate to more weight loss. We have yeah. to, and I again, I love, love how you stated that, be opened <laughs> to the fact that we may need to rewire our thinking. We have and I like I pair you know carbohydrates and are snacking like the things that are kind of big, right? A big struggle, a big myth that may have been wrapped in your head, but just give it time, right? Work on that. Yeah. It's going to take time, but we really truly have to be open to the fact that the way we thought things were, even if they have worked temporarily before, may not work this time around. And I actually just recently spoke to a client who who's worked with me before kind of fell off track, tried a couple things here and there and you know I I said to her like it's it's okay that they haven't worked before and I know that you have gotten to a smaller weight doing different ways, right? Within this whole messy journey and that's okay but the new direction isn't to get exactly to that weight. It's to, you know, get to a a feeling that you want to feel, right? A healthier version of that. Uh, but it's it's hard
1: to to have that belief. Well, there's so many shiny objects out there. And I always say it's FOMO. So if you're missing out, it's like you see something on TikTok, you see something on Instagram, you're like, oh, let me try this. Oh, let me try this. Let me try this. And Knowing that you're putting hope and you're thinking like, oh, but this will work this time. It has to work this time. And realizing in your heart of hearts that you know that it's always going to come down to nutrition and exercise, but we want to believe that there's an easy button. We want to believe so bad that this will get us to a size two. And I used to have that when I used to work in retail pharmacy. I'm now a geriatric and work in nursing homes, but people would come up to me and it'd be like the latest thing on Dr. Oz or Kim Kardashian said that she did this supplement. And I'm like, if you think this will work, okay. But if it worked, wouldn't we all be a size two? Seriously, wouldn't we all be the size of a It doesn't work. It doesn't. And the beauty is that we all have different DNA and that we... That we all have different body types, we need just to start focusing on ourselves and making us the best version of ourselves. And our logic starting point. It's okay. Everybody has a different
0: starting point, but we also have different endpoints too. That yeah. gets so forgotten sometimes. But I love that you stated that too. And sometimes I'm I'm pretty brutal and honest. I'm like, think logically, right? Like healthy, like back in the caveman days, you know, not Everything they were eating came out of a box or an easy convenience drive through Or a shake. Yeah. Like I And I've been trying to teach my children as like I have a five-year-old and a seven-year-old. So they're very curious at this age. Yeah. And I'm trying to teach them in a healthy way, right? Like I have one daughter who is, she's sensitive. So she has a sensitive stomach. We have to mm-hmm. avoid some foods. So we've kind of had to. Make some changes. Is she still a kid? Of course she is. Does she still get junk food sometimes? Yes, but she is more sensitive, so we have to watch out for these things. And I've been trying to explain it to them in a sense of like, you know, they don't know, like, is this healthy? Is this healthy? And they ask me that, and I sometimes remind them, you know, that's kind of healthy, or, you know, this is healthier because it came from the ground, because it is in its natural form, it is whole it is you know maybe it is still have a package maybe it still has a label but simplified ingredients just oats right right simplified and again i want to just loop back to what we said in the beginning too is things have been overcomplicated for too long and if it's so complicated it should be a red flag right we need to start keeping things simple especially in the beginning stages jumping from eating takeout every day, not exercising at all to this extreme is not going to be sustainable and it's also not going to be enjoyable. Therefore, you're not going to want to stick to it, right?
1: But what's funny, you know, what's funny is, is that going back to the basics is very difficult for some people because they're so accustomed or trained to get everything out of a package, to get it out of takeout. And so when you tell them they have to go back and it's like, learn how to cook. Oh my gosh, that's too difficult. And it's, it's sometimes mind blowing, but I get it. I totally understand. It so, but we forget it, the yeah. basics because of our, the world that we're in. Yes. Right. You yeah. know,
0: They don't make it easier by confusing us in food labels. They don't make it easier by, you know, every convenience store rarely having a healthy option. Yeah. Right. But it's, and a same thing with even like the the vegetables. And like, of course, you know, some people say it's more expensive and some degrees it can be. But in my opinion, I think, again, we just don't know how to do gradual. We don't know how to go from small changes because definitely going from highly processed foods to all whole foods that jump is is extreme. So if Mm -hmm. we're trying to go from eating all of these takeouts to the plain foods, it's a big taste jump. taste buds are not adapted. You know what
1: I mean? It's well, and I always, I always kind of compare it to January 1st. So what happens January 1st? Get all the junk food out of my car or out of my cupboards, out of my fridge. I'm going to start working out at 5am every day. And you're trying to do all the things at once. Well, in a week or two weeks, you're like, peace out. I'm not doing this anymore. This is crazy. Right, because you don't yeah. enjoy it. It's it's
0: extreme. You just went from like your taste buds eating foods that aren't even natural, like they taste that sweet, to mm-hmm. foods that are natural. And you need your body to adapt to that. Yeah, adapt and adjust. Yes, absolutely. Right? Same thing with, okay, if you're not exercising at all, why the hell do you need to go to five to six times a week? You do not. Right? No. And nutritionally, it's okay to eat, you know, a couple of your meals unhealthy. Start with having your breakfast healthy. Start with having, you know, just your main couple meals, adding vegetables, adding fruit in, like gradual changes because then you you enjoy the process more. Then you're giving your body a time to adjust, right?
1: It's more realistic. it's all about, you know, I always say 1% better, get 1% better every day and understand that this is a journey. This is not a start with an end date. Diets have a start date and end date. And you're like, oh my God, just let me get through this. I'll have my cheeseburger. And no, this is life. This yeah. is getting better every single day. I always tell my clients, like, I want you to do one thing better than you did yesterday. And when you start looking as a journey, not six weeks, now you're looking at it. Six months, six years, and that starts to put things in perspective. That you know what? Okay, where can I be in six years? I always tell people it's like you know, don't look at your younger self and tell you what you would tell yourself. You are—it's been there, done that. You know, you know what you should have done. I want you to look in the mirror and look at your future self, and what is that future self telling you right now? Are they saying? Girl, you took care of that body. I am so glad I'm here on the beach, doing whatever I want. Or are they saying I'm broken? I wish you had taken better care of me. Because we have a great opportunity now to change our future. Because, like I said, our younger self—been there, done that—piece out nothing can change, but we can totally change who we are going to be tomorrow and in six months, six years.
0: Exactly, and that person. That it wasn't a waste. Like again, that client I'm still thinking of right now, like you like you've learned so much. You've learned maybe what doesn't work, but that's just as important mm-hmm. as now being at a place where you're learning what is gonna work. Right. It's it's still a, a process of learning. It's a really okay to make a lot of mistakes, <laughs>
1: right? That's how we learn. And they're probably ready now. So sometimes you have to have that perpetual two-year-old or three-year-old and be like, you know, mom tells you no, but I got to try it anyway. And (laughs) it is what it is. And so now they've gone and they've tried the shake. They've tried the injection. They tried the latest diet phase. They've tried the latest TikTok, the latest Instagram. And it comes back to, you know, I never felt better than when I was eating real food and having a decent workout program. And it, and it always comes back to that. It's like, I always felt better. It's easy. We want that skinny. We want to chase, I call it chasing skinny. We want that easy button. We want to chase skinny, but it comes at a high price tag and it's not health. It really is not health. And if
0: we're not actually feeling good, you don't enjoy that version. That's where no. dysmorphia comes in because you're mm-hmm. so mentally not feeling well that it doesn't even matter that you're that size because you're drained. You have no energy, right? Like right. Me, I do it for my kids and to be able to run my business and to be able to do what I do. I'm a type one diabetic, And if I don't take care of myself, I am exhausted. I'm mm-hmm. sick, right? And I can't be and show up as my best version of myself. So yeah. does it matter what the scale says from time to time? not really it matters how we feel day to day yeah right? it it's yeah. so much more than the number it's it's the feeling that we actually feel mentally and physically
1: yeah and uh, and i will say my type 1 diabetic clients and even in 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 when i was in pharmacy were the most educated and usually the best when it came to nutrition and fitness, like understanding what needs to be done so that their blood sugar stays where it needs to be. Understanding that, you know, and of course, you know, teenage girls, type one diabetics are kind of the worst because (laughs) they want to manipulate the insulin in order to be able to lose weight. And it's like, you can't do that. But once they get once they figure that out and understand that, you know what, I need to take care of my body because I need to take care of my kidneys. I need to be able to take care of my skin and my feet and everything else. And we need to get to that point where all of us are being like, okay, you know what, what I put in my body has a direct effect on how I feel has a direct effect on what my skin looks like has a direct effect on my hormones has a direct effect on my brain. If I have migraines, it's, it's, we just, need to get to that point. And I don't know, it's like, you know, it's one of the reasons I do all these podcasts. There's so much noise out there of let's do do this because it's all about being skinny. It's not about health. And it's like, we need to change that narrative and say, okay, it's about getting healthy and it's about getting strong. And somewhere I'm hoping one of these days, Especially for females, we'll flip that switch and be like, you know what? Mm-mm. It's not about it's not about that number on the scale. It's not about getting in those size two. It's about hey, can I lift my child above my head? Or if I'm going on a trip, can I take that that carry on and and take it up over the overhead bin? That's what it needs to be about. Or sixty-five year old, seventy-year-old that I'm still viable and doing everything I want to can live by myself and not worry about being in a nursing home. We just need to chart change in that dialogue. A hundred percent. We need
0: to change our goal, not make it about the actual number that, you know, that we did state that most people are fixate on, that we feel like we need to be, but remind ourselves what the real goal is, right? Because whether it is your kids, whether it is your your feeling. I love that you stated that too about like looking at our future self because in the moment, if we keep fixating on the moment or fixating on, okay, I'm going to be perfect or I'm going to be nothing, well, that's going to give us later regrets in terms of our health. And yeah, and yeah. we don't feel better when we do these decisions. But what's the biggest part is the hardest part is, well, that workouts are harder to start. But if you yeah. do the workouts for the feeling and not the number or the weight loss, you're going to be more motivated to do it. I work out for my mental health, mm-hmm. right? And yes, I eat healthy because of my type 1 diabetes, but they're so associated together, yeah. right? To be able to work out consistently, you need to have that nutrition piece where you're mm-hmm. you're eating healthy too. Right, but the mindset peaks also is interlocked with both of them. Mm-hmm. Right, you know, you need to have that healthy mindset about your nutrition. Why you're choosing to eat healthier for the right reason of to be healthier rather than
1: smaller. Yeah, and like, how's it? How's what you're intaking serving your body? And I, li- you know, I lift because I want to be strong. Uh, I lift because I do like the aesthetic you know, where, where it confidence gives, that it gives you confidence. Absolutely. And what people seem to think is that, Oh, but I got to work out so many hours a day and it just takes too much time. No, you don't <laughs> 30 minutes seriously. And then when you know, I'll say then do neat when non-exercise activity, thermogenesis, move your body. Seriously, just move your body. Just don't sit all day. Get your one good workout. Get your sweat up. And then the rest of the day is moving your body. So if you're sitting at a desk, get up. Walk. Instead of phoning somebody in your office, go talk to them. You always say park at the last parking space in the parking lot. <laughs> Seriously, all those things. Little, they add up. Right? They add up. Yeah. yeah, they add up. And uh, you know, body emotion stays in motion. So we want to keep moving. Uh, we think... I don't want to say we think studies have shown that sitting is the new smoking, so being sedentary is not a good thing. But that doesn't mean you need to go do. And I'm just telling you, I used to, and I taught classes, and I'd be like, "Oh, you can." You, people would go to three, four, five classes. I'm like, great, that's, that's awesome. No, it's not. No, it's not. There is such thing as too much and too much. much. Yeah, and I and I I am I used to be a. a cardio junkie i was an exercise addict that's not a good thing i used and, to work out yeah. two times a day
0: and i did it because i was mentally it was the only thing that would make me feel better and that was good it was helping that part but i was my unhealthiest i yes. was not eating well i was binging yeah. at nighttime yeah. i may have been over exercising but i was overeating and thinking the two and two were balanced, right? Really, It it was,
1: it was not, it was too much of both. Right. And just think, I mean, I, I now feel, oh my gosh, that weight that lifts when you're no longer tied to that scale, when you're no longer having to work out two to three hours a day, when you finally find the clarity, the balance, it's just crazy. Of the I want to say the aha moment or just the weight that lifts off you that that we find like you get you get part of your life back a hundred percent and this is
0: I think the well one of the big reasons why I still do what I do today because I feel that peace now, but for so many years I did not feel that. I mm-hmm. felt the struggle yes. I felt that pressure, that constant, and uh, there's no wonder our mental health struggles when we're in this funk is because yeah. we're thinking about food all day long. All the time. Yeah. We're thinking about or, you know, regretting or punishing ourselves in a workout or dreading a workout. Like that is mentally exhausting. Oh, so, it is. Yeah. And I'm, I just really hope that we can continue to do what we do because there is another way. There is a possibility of not feeling like, The scale controls you or the diet has these barriers on you and these restrictions because there is a better
1: way than that. And you no longer feel like a failure. You no longer feel that you are less than. And I, that's the best thing of my clients I'm sure it's the best thing for you with your clients too is that when they feel amazing and the non skilled victories of less headaches and less joint pain or blood pressures decreased or a1c's decrease I and way more excited than whenever they tell me they
0: lose weight I am like I right, right? like, I don't care what the scale says yeah. give me the I call them beyond the scale wins Yeah. Give, Those to me focus on those because those are the positives that get you through these hard stages Mm -hmm. and journey. If you cannot fixate, because it's human nature for us to fixate on what we're doing wrong, what mistakes are happening, all of the things that are going wrong. But if we can kind of catch that in the butt whenever we can, because I still do it myself, yeah, and fixate more on the good. What is still happening? The progress that is still happening, yeah. right? The yeah. Beyond the scale wins because there is still good happening. Even if you had a week that there was more bad than
1: good, you're there's still progress still, happening. You're still making progress, and you know. And I say progress do not work. Women, we do not have to be perfect. Get that out of your head right now. You do not progress have to be perfect. over perfection. In my yes. like motto
0: since day one of running yeah. my business, I'm like. Get away from the extremes because that's
1: what traps us. Yes, that absolutely, the Ab- absolutely. The extremes are what beat us down. The extremes are what we just need to get out of our head and focus on progress. Showing up one percent better every day, and you, I just you, you know, it's like you just you just get so excited when when you see somebody. You're just like, oh my gosh, you know, your doctor took you off your blood pressure medications. That is just crazy and amazing and so much way better, better. Than that number. way better than that number like, on this scale way better back to digestion
0: I mean I've had I have a client who was like you know what I have had digestion issues for as long as I can remember taking medications and like a couple weeks in she's like I don't even need the medication anymore yeah. I'm the like her goes away that that reflux goes away
1: when you right. start eating processed like, foods it's crazy
0: huge. That is something that is changing your life, improving how you feel every damn day. And that is way better and should be your motivator over any scale number ever again. Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm going to finish there because that was an incredible episode. I am Thankful that you are on board with me in terms of just diving right in there. Um, I knew we would go off track a little bit, but I'm really, truly happy with what we covered um, and what we were able to discuss. I really hope that this episode helped motivate that they listened all the way through because you're able to have in these interviews a different perspective. Of course, a bit more chit-chat, but truly different perspectives and ways of wording the journey the hard parts the mindset that we go through right it's yeah. it's it's of course the struggles with so many other things like we discussed the extremes the overcomplicating the simplifying it but I really hope that this episode helped that it's going to be an episode that you re-listen to or share with somebody um but thank you Amy so much for your time and uh, thank you for having me this is this was this was a great conversation. I think it we truly co- covered a lot of great topics and I think that a lot of women are going to relate with it and um, feel similar situations but
1: hopefully that it, it motivated and also taught them a couple things too right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I would say, cause if you can just take one thing away and make it simple and just know that I would say, I always get asked, what's the secret sauce? I'm like, you're the secret sauce. You are the secret sauce. One Girlfriend, friend, you have it in you and you just don't know it.
0: A hundred percent. If one piece of that episode can be something that kind of rewires and clicks for you, then that was worth that. And I enjoyed the episode. I know, I know that much. So thank you again, Amy, so much for your time. Thank you. Thank you.